Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Driving 90 on the highway Through all the chances that we take And all the mistakes Hey everybody, this is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran, and apparently I can't talk this morning. Um, this episode is 139 and we are talking about what to do or how to move ahead when you're scared. So <clears throat> this, I might drag business stuff into it. I may not, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to kind of riff on that for a minute. So right now in, in my time of like in the, the part of life I'm in right now, which is moving out and, um, you know, getting my own, my own place and divorcing my spouse is a very scary time. And I'm going to talk a bit about it um, because I think it's important. So when we first made the decision to separate, it wasn't the first, it wasn't the second, and it, well, it was the third. So I, early on in our marriage, so you know, full transparency, Ken has something called Asperger's and I do not. And so when you have two people like that, it can be very challenging to communicate emotionally and, and needs just on both sides, needs don't get met. So this isn't a situation, this is nothing to take lightly. And I mean, I've, we've, we have struggled and that, that word is thrown around a lot, but we have struggled with this challenge for a long time. And we didn't even really discover this was a thing for him until probably eight years ago or so maybe longer and when we early in our marriage I would talk about you know I would I would start to see that there were gaps in our emotional connection and I didn't understand it I always knew something was different about him but that was part of the mystery like he was very and is like he can be very you know, the, the emotional sort of holding back can be very mysterious to somebody like me who comes from, especially who comes from trauma, because it's like, I have to work harder for the thing. And that's what I did as a kid. So it was really kind of like a perfect storm. And so we split up once in 2013, um, or sorry, 2011 for a couple of years, still didn't really understand what was going on with him. I just knew that my needs weren't being met and I just needed to, to not be in that relationship. And then my dad passed and it was a shock to my system so much so that I went and tried and didn't try. I successfully got Ken and I back together. And I I mean, he revealed to me at, at a point during that time later that he actually wasn't ready to get back together, but he didn't really speak up. I, I was in my masculine. And so I just bulldozed my way back and we tried for a few more years. Then in 2016, I think it was again, or 2017, sorry, 2017. Um, it was a gong show. And then we started to understand the Asperger's thing. And I was like, okay. And so a lot of people say to me like, well, didn't it, wasn't it better when you knew that it was something and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, because that's not something we can fix. You can do some, but you know, by the time a person's in their forties and they've had that 
you know, they've been that way forever. It's really difficult to like change the conditioning. So no, it didn't make me feel better. It made me feel worse. Cause I mean, I used to say stuff like, well, either you're an a-hole or you have Asperger's, which like, I would prefer you be an a-hole because then at least we can work on that. Asperger's is just how his brain is made and makes him fucking brilliant in so many ways, but not able to emotionally connect in the same way as me. So <clears throat> we fast forward to 2019. Some of you know this story. Some of you don't. I'll tell it again, just in case you're new to the podcast. I went to an event called Date with Destiny in um, West Palm Beach, Florida in 2019. And I was like, that was the event I really wanted to go to. I'd already done UPW a bunch of times and business mastery, but I really wanted to do Date with Destiny because I already had the podcast and I'd started that podcast in, in August 2019. And all about masculine feminine. So I knew it on, on, on one level, but I knew date with destiny was going to get it into my body and really teach me deep, deep, deep masculine feminine stuff. So I go and it's amazing. Best, one of the best events, best live event I've been to. And we learn all about masculine feminine energy and <clears throat> all the things. We, part of the exercise at Date With Destiny is to create this vision of your life poster. And so throughout the week, you're adding parts to it and you're, you know, I mean, there were some parts, it was so amazing. You just see 5,000 people laying on the floor on their chairs with markers and like, we're all making these beautiful posters. It was so epic. And one of the parts was the relationship vision. And I wrote my relationship vision out. So for me, um, the, the man I'm with has to be super um, open to personal development. Um, they go to Tony Robbins events and other things, but that's, that's an important one for me, obviously. Um, I want somebody who is, you know, lighthearted and uh, anyway, I, I made this whole thing. I'll, you know, it, it was, it was great. So throughout that event I talked with Tad Shinky who is one of Tony's top trainer it is his head trainer and he was around and he just offering support and we talked about you know my fear around because really the point of the the meet one of the things about going to the event was that I Ken and I were still like even though we were separated for about three years or two and something years we were still like seeing each other we'd still be intimate we'd still go out we like there was no real break it was just geography so part of me going to this event was to figure out once and for all what the hell we were doing and actually it was funny because he he made the joke about um if anybody has seen i'm not your guru there's a part where this girl her i don't remember her name but she's got brown hair and she basically tony talks her through making decision to break up with her boyfriend because she's emasculating him and it was just a messy thing so Ken was like yo if you call me on Saturday which is relationship day I'm not answering the phone it was really funny so I go through the whole process I make the decision in my heart I'm I'm asking for a divorce because this is what I I want I you know and for whatever reason you know biology conditioning whatever it's just not going to work with Ken so I come back share my relationship vision with him. He came over, bring Amelia and Amanda was there too. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were just talking about my, my poster. And he's like, yeah, I can, I, I can do that. Uh, yeah. 
I was like, oh, like what? And one thing led to another, we ended up back together. And it was probably around, so we, we, I moved back in in March. So by the end of the summer, when, right mid COVID, I had come to realize that I'm, we're not compatible. And it is nothing to do with the person who he is in his heart. It's nothing to do with who I am in my heart. We're just not compatible. And I got scared. And so I did nothing for a bit. And then I took action. And that's, so that whole long story was, is really to tell you when you're afraid, that's the moment, that's the opportunity for you to like, look it in the face and say, okay, what do I need to do right now? And what I needed to do was move out, but it took me a year and a half almost, well, a year and two months to, to get this show on the road. I looked for a year plus, no, sorry, I looked for about eight months and I applied at different places, et cetera. I didn't get anything. And eventually it all worked out. But like when I'm fearful for me, it's taking action, not fearful action. It's like, if I'm scared, then, you know, I know that that's an opportunity for me to have to get real about what I'm, first of all, what am I scared of? And then coming up with a plan. Like if I just sit and stew in it, like had I just sat in the fact that knowing that our relationship wasn't going to work in this way, who knows what would have happened? Like, I get so freaked out thinking about that. Like if I, if, cause now he can be free to be with somebody who's going to love him the way he should be loved. And I'm going to be free to be the same thing. And it's like that fear, you can let it consume you for sure. Or you can say, okay, fuck this. I'm actually going to look you in the face and figure this out. And so if that's business for you, right? Like I want to start a business, but I'm scared, or I want to shift my business because I'm scared, or I want to stop my business and I'm scared. Sit down, like tactical things you should do. Tactical things I would do is start writing. Like journaling is still the most powerful way to get anything moving for you because you get it out of your head and onto paper, but like write it out, write it out. What am I, what is the thing? What am I scared of? What meaning am I giving it? right? Always get curious. What meaning am I giving this thing that I'm saying I'm afraid of? If it's quitting your job, what meaning are you giving it? If it's quitting your job to start a business, what meaning is that for you? People who quit their jobs are irresponsible. Maybe that's the thing. Or I'm not going to make money. Maybe that's the thing, blah, blah, blah. Like there's so many different combinations of it, but take like the first thing is take some action, write it out doesn't cost you anything piece of pen a piece of pen oh lord a pen and a piece of paper right that's it that's all it requires sit down and start writing once you've written it out once it's more clear for you then it's time to take action right so i wrote it out that this is what i needed to do in my relationship for example and then i started taking other action i started looking for places to move and then the next thing, you know, once I found a place, then I put a deposit on and then I, you know, I did all the things, but it's when you're paralyzed and, and you're not paralyzed, but when you feel paralyzed by fear, it could be the smallest little thing. Just take some fucking step forward instead of just standing still. Cause it will kill you. Like it's painful to stand, stand still when you know, you need to move things forward. It's gross. It's such a gross feeling. So, um, yeah, I hope that story helped. I mean, I, I'm, and I'm still fearful, but I'm still taking, you know, 
action to to move myself to keep moving myself like if I was in a haunted house let's say or at one of those like scary house haunted house rides or whatever I'm not standing still I'm fucking moving like that's the reality I'm moving forward so when you're when you're afraid just take some action it doesn't have to be huge it doesn't have to be moving out it could just be I'm going to start identifying what's going on here I'm going to start identifying what about my business I'm not feeling I'm going to start identifying why do I want to leave my job and why that might scare me like just start identifying it and then just take little bits baby steps and then the baby steps will eventually you'll look back and be like okay I did that really scary thing and I'm okay so I hope that helped I love you guys um don't forget to leave a review on iTunes it's helpful for the podcaster and I will see you on the next one bye